0: My guest this week is supporting new businesses in Africa through PESA Ventures, the venture fund he co-founded. Does Africa have a chance to leapfrog the rest of the world in technology adoption, as is often predicted? I'm looking forward to finding out about Bitcoin startups in Africa from Bemi Akandi. You're listening to CoinGeek Conversations with Charles Miller. So, Bemi, well, thank you very much for doing CoinGeek Conversations with me today.
1: Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Tihana. Thank you.
0: Well, perhaps I could start off by asking you ab- about the Pace Ventures Africa Fund that, that you're running. You're looking for businesses to invest in. Correct. And um, are, do they have to be blockchain-based businesses?
1: Um, so, Pace Ventures, uh, we launched a fund uh, a little while ago. Uh, the fund is focused on investing at the pre-seed and seed stage in African businesses. Uh, we are not specifically uh, investing only in blockchain businesses. However, we've taken a lot of interest in blockchain businesses over the past few months uh, because of the growing opportunity that we see there and the fact that uh, we think it's still nascent and there's a lot more to be achieved in Africa. So we are very interested in blockchain businesses.
0: And looking at it at a sort of global level, if you wanted to invest in a blockchain business. Are there particular advantages in finding those opportunities in Africa rather than other parts of the world?
1: Yes, I do believe so um, for a few reasons. I, I, I believe uh, blockchain, because of its nature, uh, it's, a, it's a ripe technology for Africa. Africa has been known to leapfrog the rest of the world in different ways, uh, moving faster at a, at, a, at a quicker pace than the rest of the world in adoption of certain new technologies. Uh, So that's one reason. Second reason is the growing population of technical talent on the continent. Uh, More than 75% of the continent are under the age of 35. Many of them are going into tech. And uh, blockchain is one of the technologies that they're looking into quite specifically right now. Um, So for these reasons, we believe that um, Africa is a good place to explore what blockchain can do in solving societal problems and business problems, uh, hence our focus there.
0: I guess perhaps also having a young population and young decision makers uh, might help in that people are not so skeptical about this new technology.
1: Absolutely, and even governments are catching on right now to, um, to understand the technology themselves, to develop policies around the technology, uh, which has also helped the market to grow faster but even more so, um, the technical talent are driving adoption. They are curious about it. And hence, the scepticism is lower than it used to be or even lower than the rest of the world most times.
0: Right. And what, sort, what do you think are the most obviously useful kinds of applications that blockchain could offer in Africa?
1: Um, we've seen um, technologies being deployed across government services. Um, be it in the likes of procurement, um, land registry. There's a company right here called Dominium, for example, that provides land registry uh, transparency and tracking on the blockchain. So we've seen government services being um, using a blockchain as an as an adoption tool uh, to foster the growth of those services and the proliferation of those services. And are
0: there examples of those kinds of utility already? with a with a record of success? So are we still talking about this is a great idea, this is going to work? Or are...
1: Oh, there have been some success. I know for sure that in uh, Sierra Leone, for example, there's been a land, land register on the blockchain that has been deployed. Um, I know also that um, other countries are also looking for CBDC-type solutions, and that's been deployed also. So yes, we've seen success, but there's still more room for growth for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, Within this community, there's a, a lot of use of the phrase banking the unbanked. Yeah. Now, how much importance would you attach to that side of what blockchain might offer to Africa?
1: Absolutely. Um, there's the whole idea of financial inclusion. There's, there's a large population of Africans that are not even within the financial system or the banking system, rather. And um, because of that, we think blockchain as an alternative to the traditional um, financial model or business model will uh, create a way for the uh, people that until now have not been part of the banking system to come on board, use cryptocurrencies, explore ways in which they can transact uh, peer-to-peer payments, remittances, and so on and so forth. So yes, um, blockchain will play a huge part in banking the unbound.
0: Right. I mean, there could be dangers in that as well, in that there are so many thousands of cryptocurrencies out there now, and many of them, you know, go up and down uh, in value just so ridiculously that there is a danger that people who are new to it will possibly uh, regret getting involved, do you think?
1: Um, People are learning fast. There has been some, of course, some learning process, been a learning curve for the population. Um, However, I'm I'm quite confident in the the fact that uh, while there's a lot of cryptocurrencies, for example, a lot of um, you know success stories, but also failures and lessons. learned. Uh, the, the learning rate of this young population will actually more than compensate for that. Mm. Right? There, there's going to be more of um, a, a way in which people will be able to filter out the noise um, and, and and focus on what's most important. Right. Now.
0: Right. Well, we're talking here at the uh, global. Blockchain convention for Bitcoin SV in Correct. Dubai. Yes. How do you put BSV in your mind in in this big wide world of cryptocurrencies? What what do, would you say characterizes it and might be its strengths?
1: Um, its strengths, particularly from what I've learned and uh, you know looking closely at it and its application across the continent in which we are most interested in, uh, is the fact that uh, I mean huge transaction volumes are possible, micropayments is is a, is a big deal in in Africa and talking about remittances alone for example there's there's is almost no it's been unprecedented in terms of the remittance volume going into Africa and out of Africa so we believe that BSV is a well suited um, protocol that can you know help uh, accelerate the the or kind of absorb the volume of transaction that is needed to be done in Africa so. We're really looking at it closely because of that advantage.
0: Yeah. So if um, there are BSV entrepreneurs <laughs> watching this, yeah, they'd be invited to approach you with their ideas. Yes. Is that right.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, we are really out there looking for um, ideas to 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 work with entrepreneurs. We we go beyond just writing a check. Uh, we work very closely with founders um, that are doing very interesting things. Uh, so yeah, we are really looking forward if you if anyone out there is listening to this and Uh, has some interesting solutions out there on the BSV protocol. Uh, Approach us, Uh, we're looking to speak to you. Right,
0: and um, do you think that this, uh, we're we're talking now, maybe in a few weeks time, by the time this is uh, published, it'll be different. But we're talking at a time when the whole crypto market has absolutely taken a dive. Is that a problem or is that actually a good thing? Or What effect do you think it will have on the industry that you're building?
1: Um, I mean, everything that has eventually become a mainstay technology has gone through a cycle of taking a dive. Uh, so we are not um, nervous about it in that sense. We are not. We don't see it as a negative thing. We see it as a growth and it's part of the growth pains or the growth pangs of the technology. Um, what I would say is that this particular period will again filter out the noise and. Mm. Allow the um, protocols and the solutions with substance to actually then be well well known and well used, right? So I think it's an opportunity to, um, to recalibrate, to calm down and ask the tough questions about what's, what's what works best for society and for businesses and and, and focus on that going forward. So we, we don't see it as negative, we see it more as, as as part of the growing process.
0: I mean, I think one of the things about the BSV world is that people are not talking about the price of BSV very much. Uh, It's much more to do with utility and storing data and and stuff. And actually, it really doesn't matter. I mean, are you um, confident that those practical solutions, rather than the financial side of BSV, will be things that will win through in the end?
1: Absolutely. And even if you look at the kind of companies we are speaking to, the kind of Uh, research we are doing in-house and all that is really around the utility of the protocol itself more than the financial side of things right so um, we're looking at it in terms of uh, what can this what's the problem out there that BSV is best suited to solve Uh, so that's kind of the lens in which we are using to to evaluate things.
0: You're talking to entrepreneurs who have already uh, made themselves uh, well aware of the properties of BSV or whatever they currency they're dealing with. Yeah. But I would imagine that, um, and they may have come up with a technical solution that could be a good business, but quite a lot of the success or failure of these businesses will depend on them being able to communicate their message to their customers who might yeah. be governments or might be other uh, corporate entities or might be individual consumers. Yes, I mean, do you think that that is right. a particular challenge in this sector compared to other areas of uh, Venture capital that you've worked in,
1: it is uh, slightly more challenging to to educate uh, to communicate the the features and the uh, benefits of the solution to, to potential clients and customers for sure. However, um, it it used to be more difficult three years ago, for example, right? So things are things are growing, uh, people are learning fast. Uh, even governments now, because of the need to develop policies around these things, are also learning fast. So um, we'll see less and less of difficulty in this communication and this education. And we as VCs also are also doing our best to ensure that we are communicating it. We are uh, doing enough research to to create a simple explanation for how these things can be deployed and the benefits of it.
0: If we look ahead a couple of years... What would your hope be for, for some of the companies that you're interested in at the moment? Which do you think would be the areas that are most likely to be the low-hanging fruit of things that would be successful, perhaps?
1: Um, we, we see things around um, supply chain really growing fast. We see things around, uh, well, logistics and supply chain for sure. We see things around uh, education and media content also really growing fast, and of course, uh, the, the fintech play also, right? So. Uh, we think this, these three areas are very interesting. And of course, like I said, which is already happening is the government services that are going to be streamlined. Um, so all of this, you know, putting this together, we, we really want to work with businesses that are moving the needle, that are, um, that are creating employment, that are solving societal problems, uh, within the continent, right? So that's really our focus, right? And, um, we in, in look at three, four years down the line, we really are hoping to be able to work with companies that are really pushing the envelope in that direction. Mm. You've talked about the
0: fund being focused on Africa. Correct. I'm wondering whether uh, that includes whether the founders need to be from Africa or and whether they need to be offering their services in Africa because you could have uh, founders from somewhere else who are selling in Africa or founders from Africa who have a global vision. Yeah. Have you got a mix of those arrangements?
1: Um, I would say we, has, we have a good mix of that, but we're, um, we're really focusing on founders that are, are creating solutions and deploying them uh, for the African market. And, and do you want those founders to be from Africa? They don't have to be no. natives of Africa. No. Uh, however, their solutions have to be deployed for problems the, the, in the, Africa. The market needs strength. to be Africa. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes.
0: And are there different parts of Africa which have different requirements and different opportunities, would you say?
1: Um, We've seen markets grown at different paces uh, across the continent. Uh, The biggest markets that we are really much bullish on right now is uh, Nigeria, South Africa, Kenya, and Egypt. Um, However, that doesn't mean that there are no opportunities in the other countries and markets in Africa. We just see these as having had the highest momentum in terms of deployment of solutions, uh, access to resources, both financial and otherwise. And uh, and and access to talent actually. So we see certain markets stand out. Um, others are following in, in a sense, but not following in terms of being laggards. They are they are, they are following in terms of learning from these other right. uh, markets and adopting those those practices also.
0: Well, Bemi, thank you so much. It sounds like a, a really amazing project you're involved with, mm-hmm. and I wish you every luck with it.
1: Thank you so much. Uh, thanks for inviting me, and looking forward to chatting further. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you.
0: Thanks very much to Bemia Candy. Well, that was the last of the interviews I filmed at the BSV Global Blockchain Convention in Dubai. So you'll never see me going through those doors again. From next week, my colleagues Claire Seldron and Sarah Higgs will be introducing four summer specials before I'm back in September for another series of CoinGeek conversations. Until then, thanks so much for listening and see you soon. Bitcoin mining, Bitcoin wallet, blockchain, stablecoins, metanet, the evolution of money. Everybody is talking about Bitcoin today, but what exactly is it? Learn the basics from experts. Learn what Bitcoin is, how it works, and why it matters. Bitcoin 101, your ultimate guide to the fundamentals of blockchain.